0: good evening good morning welcome to the no Mongol podcast a weekly show about all things skateboarding my name is rick beta hope you're having an amazing week this month is already flying by here we are it's what april 16th as i'm recording this you can follow along on social media at rick beta r-i-c-k-b-a-t-a or you can also email the show no podcast at gmail.com I always look forward to hearing from you guys. So this week, I decided to take it way back. And you're like, oh, great. 90s again, Rick? Okay, we're done with the 90s. No, 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 no. Way back. Way, 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 way back. And go deep, deep analysis on what is labeled as the world's first skateboard movie. It's called Skater Dater. Not to be confused with Jenkins' Date a skater. Skater Dater. 1965. I always thought it was Skateboard, but that was actually, I looked it up, it was 1978. So I, I was wrong. So before I forget, huge spoiler alert for those that have not seen this movie yet. And if you have seen it already, you're all good. You're in the clear. But if not, I consider circling back. Maybe take a pause. It's only 17 minutes of your life. I think it's a time well spent, you know, and just come on back. I mean, hell, I couldn't even make it through Street Dreams or mid-90s. So that says a lot. 17 minutes. I enjoyed this film. Skater Dater's way better than those two movies. So with that being said, here are some notes that I took along the way while watching Skater Dater. And they have it all as one word. Oh, but here's, here's a quick synopsis, though, per IMDB. Quote, a group of young boys show their skateboarding skills around town, trying to impress each other. One boy keeps crashing into the girl on a bike, so they decide to hang out instead. His friends don't understand his budding romance. Can you sense there's some drama in this? Yeah, <laughs> it gets it gets pretty gnarly. Not gonna lie, those I mean, if you've seen it, you, or maybe you need a refresher, it gets pretty gnarly, you know. So, Skater Data was written and directed by Noel Black, who was born in 1937, passed away in 2014. So, R.I.P. And this short film was nominated for an Oscar and won awards at Cannes Film Festival. Yeah, so it's it's kind of a big deal back in well, at least back in the day, and it still kind of is in a sense. You know what I mean? Oh, it also this movie has zero dialogue. I think there were some words kind of said. um, uh, can't remember exactly where. I'll check my notes, but there was a couple words, but there was no no dialogues exchanged between two characters. So it's very interesting. You know. So the film, it opens up with like, you know, a young skater rolling down the street, you know, from left to right on our screen. And we could already hear like the clear, the clay wheels rolling, you know, and, and I know because with the technology back, then, they, they probably had to add that in after the fact. As it's not, I don't think that's actual live audio. I, mean, I could be wrong, but you know, it just, sometimes some of the audio on this doesn't match. It would, you know, kind of put it in after the fact. And it looks like they, you know, decided to set up a camera kind of on a hill, kind of get that nice top view. It's not really like a bird's eye view, it wasn't that high. Well, I guess it kind of is. But a nice angle kind of showcasing the suburban neighborhood that they're riding around, you know. No cranes, no helicopter shots needed. And the next shot shows the skater kind of tick-tacking down the middle of the street, you know, you know, rolling over the basically the kind of taking full advantage of those painted line dividers, right? Tick-tack, tick-tack, tick-tack cuz that I mean. That's much needed terrain to help keep like that momentum going, right? That's just a struggle, especially if you're not going downhill. However, there's one key thing I wanted to point out, which is common throughout the entire film. I don't think I saw one pair of shoes on anyone's feet in this town. Because I got so used to seeing bare feet. Like all the skaters, like all of them were barefoot. You know, going Lucas Puig on them, you know? And not only that, get this, they all wait for it, wait for it. Push Mongo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, my my brain was just going crazy watching that. Every single skater in here pushed Mongo. That's right. Every single one of them. push with their front foot. Imagine that. First ever skateboard movie of all time. Straight up Mongo pushers. Not one skater. <laughs> That's pretty crazy. I mean, can you tell that they all influence each other? You know, you learn, you know, can monkey see, monkey do, right? That's back in the day. That's how they learned. So everyone kind of picked up. I mean, when did the standard push become a thing? I wrote that down. I mean, who knows? i going to have to check some early footage. This is 1965, so, I mean, but all of them pushed Mongo. Not one. Not one pair of shoes, you know, were, was harmed during the film of this movie. Nope. Then the cool, like, surf music begins around 20, about 20 seconds in. And we see one of like the probably the first members of the GX 1000 bombing a hill, hanging five, you know, rocking those loose trucks on that small ass board. That's the thing though, those boards were tiny. And bombing hills like that, crazy. No shoes on. And what do you do when you have to jump ship, you know? You get your toes all shredded, you know, from attempting to kind of run it out get those asphalt kind of rocks and what kind of calluses do you need like on your feet to skate all that in day it's basically skate all day day in and day out and then we get introduced to our main character michael i believe it was michael as i said no words were spoken but i'm pretty sure it was michael as he was the one who ended up going like all skater dater on melissa who was the girl on the bike so it had to be those two Oh, I wrote this one down. How about that camera work about 57 seconds in? Nice low angle, pan right to capture that skater rolling off the curb. I was like, hell yeah. That's no easy feat either, if you think about it. I could totally see those wheels getting snagged on the asphalt right there. I mean, you couldn't ollie off it either. Just rolled off, hope for the best. But I just had to point out that excellent filming right there. One of many, many different shots in this film that that I really appreciated. Because, I mean... Think about the cameras they are using back in the day. Yeah. Big time. Oh, and how about those clips about a minute 15 in? The coffin through those trees and bushes? That kid jumping down from the tree and landing on his board in the dirt? and just rolls away? Yeah? You could almost mistake that for like a a warble video or something, you know? And don't think I didn't notice that he dropped from the tree goofy-footed, but rode away regular... Don't believe me? Yeah, check it out. Pause it at a minute and 23. You know, cue up the uh, that Leonardo DiCaprio meme, like, <laughs> him pointing. It's all good, though. It's all good. I'm not losing sleep over it. At my age, I just kind of let that kind of stuff go. I just had to mention it, you know? And maybe he, tw- you know, who knows? Maybe he twisted, like, Suchu right at the end, but he was falling goofy. All of a sudden, he's rolling away regular. Hmm. That's the one thing I noticed about, like, skateboard movies. <laughs> like, Maybe I'm too critical of them, but even in I think Grind they did it, they would have like they would do like a McTwist. Someone was a regular footed skater and then the person spinning was goofy. I'm like, whoa, huh? How are you how are you spinning the other way, dude? Anyway, back to this movie. So it was about two minutes in when we finally get to see all of the main skaters, all the main characters, you know, the crew, the quote unquote early brigade. And we got to see our first trick: two minutes thirteen seconds. Okay, I was like, hell yeah, man, that was awesome. And barefoot, a gnarly back disaster on that on that curb. And didn't he slide a little? I kept rewinding it. I think he did, just barely. Backs uh, like a back disaster on that board with no little John's rails and those wheels, and to spin around up on the curb like that, dude. And did I mention being barefoot while you're doing it? It's crazy. However, this is when things started getting real. As one of the other skaters in the crew. I mean, I call him I call him young Kyle Shanahan. <laughs> he took offense to Michael showing off his attempts and attempts to one-up him. Yeah, the drama's increasing as I speak. You know, which he does. He rolls up the curb, mad-dog him the whole time. Remember, no words were spoken, right? They're just mad-dog him. It looks. But I loved his hippie jump. Two minutes, 29 seconds. Aaron Monty would be proud. And peep that foot placement, though, okay? Is that proper foot placement? Like, all the way the back? Is that the secret? I mean, of all the small hippie jumps I've done, in the, like, in the past, I've always done them from sort of the center of the board. It just makes sense to me, right? But it also makes sense to do them like that, because especially, on I guess, on that kind of board... No real tail, to, tail like worry about or stomp on him, and have it flip up, and it makes sense too if you if you want more you want more of the board to go under the object that you have to jump onto. You know what I mean? Because you have to jump up and over. You want the board to be in the right spot. But if you notice on this one, if you upon his landing, he had less service to land on. He was kind of landing on the back. He barely made it. I don't know. I just had to point that out. I was like, he jumped from far back, way far back. And what, what I liked about this editing this film, though, is it was had me constantly wondering why and how they could stare at each other for so long and not crash into anything. <laughs> like, there's are so long, just glares, just staring. I was starting to think that. Two minutes and, like, 32 seconds in, I kept thinking, hey, Michael, look forward, pay attention, bro. And sure enough, he didn't. You know, he didn't listen to me. And he crashed into his, you know, future love of his life, Melissa, sending her to the ground. Well, actually, he didn't really crash she crashed he didn't care though he went straight up like milton on him and kept rolling down the hill you know not before of course showing off his hippie jumping skills you know so at this point in the film the drama was just getting intense the crew they ended up skating through a plaza with you know a bunch of business establishments and all of them were clearly annoyed by them being there you know, because the sound of the wheels rolling down the pavement, like their reactions were like, like as if they've never heard skateboarders before. Like, what is what is going on? They even pissed off, they even pissed off a monkey. You know, what what the hell are they doing with a monkey in there anyway? What was it was it at the barber shop? What kind of barbershop shop has a monkey in a cage? I'd be much more worried about that than some skaters making noise. You know, just saying. Why don't you guys check on that monkey? Monkey in a barbershop. What the hell? We did get to see one of the, you know, I think, potential founding members of the daggers, though. Yeah, that that insurance lady, you know, the one who grabbed the handful of rocks at 356? Yeah, her. She went straight up daggers on those kids. I was like, not cool, lady, not cool. And what's funny, though, is that she, she fr- first she stood in the door, in her doorway, a door which is clearly propped open, to throw out the rocks. I was like, why not just try closing the door first instead of attempted murder? Seriously, woman, you you almost killed those kids. But I, I love the, the camera. The, it was kind of a rolling, upside-down camera work they did on, on the rollaway. It was pretty nice. I like seeing that. No middle fingers to be found, though, in 1965. Not in this film, because that's what I was waiting for. I'm like, dude, he's going to flip her off. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, no. Nope. Very cool, though. Very cool camera work. But that lady almost killed those kids in plain daylight over skateboarding. And I love how like no one saw it coming. Like the kids were skating and she she like threw them out there and they're just kind of skating along. And then slap, bam. It's brutal. The crew then went on to show up, you know, at what I'm assuming is one of their sponsors some food joint or whatever, because as it appears, none of them dished out any cash for the food or drinks. It's just kind of went, I want this, I want blah, 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 blah. And they got food handed to him. Was it their sponsor? However, this is a key, like, turning point for Michael, because he started to realize that, you know, maybe, maybe this crew isn't for him, you know? He kind of felt like he was, you know, growing a little distant from him, you know? Instead of, like, more as, like, he's like a team creature he's more of like a team april skateboards kind of guy you know and not only that he's you know he's seeking to branch out from team sausage as it is you know maybe just for a bit his hormones are kicking in and everything looking at crazy fountains just staring at him that was like that was the key moment another key moment too is that fountain moment town and i guess by a moment i mean more staring more gazing and much like i've said before just on many other podcasts Episodes, there are no accidents in life, you know, just as he was leaving and staring at that statue, he runs into Melissa again, you know, this time though, causing them both to fall, both to the ground and for each other. Yeah. Message. And they went out and kind of did their thing, went on kind of a date, I guess. And I love the framing of the two of them and the crew, of course, the old crew, Around nine minutes and nine seconds in. It was very cool to see like the reflection in the water as they skated by. So it's all done on film too, guys. So very impressive. And then there was, of course, the moment that most of us have been through. You know, it's that awkward boyfriend or girlfriend stage, you know, where you were really young. And it was still kind of laughed at, you know, like, ew, girls, ew, boys, ew. Except, you know, young Kyle Shanahan, he wasn't having it. He mad dogs, Michael. Like, what the hell? You choose her over me, over us? The hell you thinking, Michael? But you know, deep down inside, he's just jealous. He's just jealous. He's jealous and knows that you know Michael's now going to spend and dedicate more time with Melissa and spend less time skating with him and the crew. And a lot of us have been there before. It happens, right? I remember when I met my girlfriend, well, now wife, having to turn down more and more things with my friends, my skater friends, as the relationship grew, I got busier. Just It happens as the relationship advances. It's a not an easy stage to be in, you know, and it's not easy to be a single skater of your crew. You know, you're the single skater, maybe the last of them, especially if it's something you don't desire, you know. And if you're independent and you don't need a partner, I say, hell yeah, more power to you, I get it. But you can tell young Kyle isn't handling it too well, you know, which is fine. Which in turn, though, works, right? You know, young Kyle got into Michael's head because he decides to leave Melissa hanging. Oh, she was coming up to him. She's like, he's like, peace out. You know, attempted to go like Mongo push with his old crew again, which only lasted about, he caught up to them and lasted about 20 seconds until they hit a literal fork in the road. They framed it well. 11.50 in. The music stops. It's about to get real. And the crew has become divided too. There's three on Team Michael, four on Team Young Kyle. Then silence. And glares. No words spoken. Cue up like some cowboy music. What's that one? It's like, ah, wah, wah, wah. What was the one that Sean Cheffy skated to? I don't know the name of it, but. I, was, I had that in my head. I was like, what the hell is about to go down? No way in hell they have guns. Maybe there's like a switchblade around, right? Or brass knuckles. Actually, no, brass knuckles. Maybe too early for brass knuckles. I was like, well, damn, what the hell is going on? And then young Kyle launches his board at Michael. Like, just on the ground. And Michael shoves his board out, like, as if to stop the board from rolling down the hill. What the hell did you do that for, Michael? You just should have just let it roll. Talk about an awkward standoff, though. You had to interpret what you could from that because it was it was nonverbal. But either way, though, it was on. And by it, I mean a sort of like downhill tic-tac-slash-carve-off question mark is what I wrote down. <laughs> it was about as cheesy as the Jow scene in, in Thrashin'. You know, that's, thrash is not a perfect movie. This isn't either. But the Jow scene was the worst thing in Thrashing. This scene was like, what the? I just didn't know what was going to happen because <laughs> I'd never seen it before, you know? They seemed to be kind of keeping their distance at first. <laughs> but then they also tried to, like, run each other off the road. But then they were kind of taking turns at doing it. Like, hey, all right, now it's your turn. Your turn. Well, so you could just kind of ride over them, just push them off the ground. Push them to the ground, you know? Yeah, had Melissa. She was camping out nearby. I think she was by like some no trespassing sign where she's kind of half in, half out, you know, breaking the law because she was kind of trespassing, but then she wasn't. You know, watching her boyfriend attempt to not get tossed to the pavement. It got pretty intense though, not gonna lie. And I love the camera work. As as Michael was skating, like towards like the curb and towards the other crew, he kind of would they would kinda of go in and go, woo, and then come back out, woo. Of course you can't see that with my hand, just but When you watch, you know what I mean? Because it was cool camera work, you know? I just pictured them trying to get real creative. Like, as his point of view, the dude just mad-dogging him, though. But it got intense, though. Those two were flying down that hill. And then, you know, Michael lost, you know? Or did he, though? You know? I say it was a case of, like, addition by subtraction. He didn't need that crew anyway. I mean... He was now the OG skater dater yeah he's now gonna blaze trails for the next chapter of like future skater daters in their lives maybe even their lives but and and what do you know as expected two of the old crew you know moments later are seen staring like way too long as they roll towards you know which I say their demise at the end <laughs> one kid even pushed while looking back. Try, try doing that. That takes some talent. You're staring. Like picture skating, right? You put Well, you got to try. And, you got to push Mongo too, right? Cause all these kids push Mongo. So you're pushing Mongo. You're looking back. So your balance is already off. It's already a disaster waiting to happen. And you're staring at girls. And you go down the hill to your demise. That takes some talent. Now, as I always say, dogs know and dogs can sense danger. And towards the end, that dog was barking. Barking hardcore at Dargo's base, saying "Car, car, look out for the car, you idiot! Car, car." Retro. But that was it. That was the end. That was the movie. If you'd seen it before, I hope that was a good refresher. If not, hope you've watched it by now. You know the end. But with all that being said, though, I really enjoyed this short film. Yeah, can you tell? I spent a whole episode talking about it. I can see why it was nominated and won the awards it did. Is it better than Thrashing? Hell no. Not even close. Not even a fair comparison, right? You can't do that. Rick, how do you even compare the two? Is it better than Street Dreams? (laughs) Hell yeah, it is. Hell yeah, it is. At least I finished this film. So check it out if you haven't done so yet. Let me know your thoughts. Let me know your thoughts on Skater Dater. Should they make a sequel? Do a follow-up? See who's still around. Oh, where are they now? Maybe we can convince Jenkum to do like an update. You know, kind of tie it into their data skater. You know, sponsored by Skater Dater. This episode, we check in with the original crew from Skater Dater. Where are they now? be a lot of them, unfortunately, probably not around. But yeah, they could be. But that's all I got for this week. I appreciate you guys tuning in. Same time, same place. Let's do it. I'll see you next week.